All right, guys, this is uh, <laughs> the shoot the shit episode for the week. <laughs> Come on, dude. Just fucking do it. Just fucking do it for uh, All right. I got it. <sighs> hey, guys. Welcome to the Professional Development Podcast. Um, today is episode, damn it, Rich. 69, probably. 420. 83. Episode 83. Uh, we're just going to do a quick update, current events, what's going on in the world, um, and we'll start it off with, with Dan. Dan's got some good topics. Let's go, DJ. They're right here. They're right here. <laughs> Are you giving them to Matt to read? You can't do it? They're, I need you to read your No, I, no seriously. <laughs> I don't think it. All right. <laughs> Come on, dude. Just fucking read. Let's go, DJ. You got this, bro. <laughs> So, for some reason, <laughs> okay. For some reason, I thought this would be a good topic, um, but now that I look at it, I don't know. It's there was some shit going on with the housing market. Uh, a house in Fairfax, Virginia, sold within a week for eight hundred k over the asking price, and so. Um, but you have interest rates going up. <laughs> so I guess my question, to you guys. <laughs> What's <laughs> about the housing market, dude? I mean, come on, guys. Like, why, are you kidding me? Why should this not be legal? Look, I, I'm sorry. Come on. I'm sorry. No, seriously. Like, I rarely, rarely Everybody deserves to let me, be this, this rarely, happy. Rarely, let me warm rarely. it up with a softball. TSA just announced an, uh, yeah. about every major airline stopped enforcing mask mandates. So that's pretty big. Oh yeah, it's a big win. Uber did too. I, I was at the Uber airport. Lift, that's right. So. I was at the airport when it was lifted. So we got the notification that it was lifted, and we saw the note from the that uh, federal judge in Florida. So we're walking around with no mask on, and we walk past this lady, and she's like celebrating the no mask rule, and we're like, yeah, but everyone has their mask on. So we everyone's staring at us, and uh, they're like, oh no, don't worry about it. And whenever we went to go through TSA, they made us put a mask on. Um, Because we just came back on Monday. And then uh, whenever we, like the news started spreading around through the airport and all of a sudden you could see all these people start taking off their masks and we were on our flight and that's when During, on Southwest. Like in the airport? In the airport when it was all announced wow. and we saw everyone start taking off their masks. And it was really weird. I got to see so many different faces, which is so strange. You're used to just seeing these masked faces at the airport. So yeah. that was super cool. And then uh, did you see like the videos of people announcing it like on the planes and people were mm. like, Roaring cheers, like it was. They were cheering like they just landed in like a tornado, like they were pumped. Yeah, it was super cool. On I flew Southwest. Landed, wait, landed, <laughs> not landed say. in a tornado. That's right. <laughs> landed the plane after a threat of a tornado. Yeah. Okay. okay. I mean, I caught it. All right. No, I was on, I, that happened whenever I was on Southwest, the lady announced it on the flight and same thing happened. Everyone was pumped up cheering and uh, they were like, masks are optional. They're like, be nice to your neighbor if they want to still want to wear theirs, but uh, feel free to take your mask off. Right. So it was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I saw Netflix plunge 25%, lost 200,000 subscribers. And they're cracking down on their password sharing or something. Well, oh, right. so, so it's, yeah. So first, let's say, what were they blaming it on? No, it's the first lost of subscribers in over 10 years. And then they blamed it on rampant uh, password sharing. 
and competitors. But not their prices increasing? Okay. Not the price increasing or not the fact that like their number one show is called Is It Cake? Like that's what? their fucking number one. Like <clears throat> there's nothing, there's like barely ever anything good on Netflix. You know what I mean? Lately. I just, I don't know. It's it's a bunch of random shit. I watched this movie on there called Choose or Die. Has anyone watched it? It was a number one. So I was like, fuck it, I'll watch it. And it was this whole premise of this like remake of this 1980s movie where you had to, if we were in a room right now, it would be like, either Matt's tongue or Dan's ear and they would cut off their own ear or and you had to choose who was going to get punished and it was I watched the whole fucking thing and I don't know why it was so terrible that sounds awful yeah it was pretty bad mm-hmm. last one I watched what was that um, one that was like the Hunger Games um, oh Squid Game Squid Game yeah <laughs> I'm, other than that that's all I've got to add to that conversation that yeah. a <laughs> fucked up show I, uh, I started watching the first scene I don't think I've seen it all the way through I haven't watched <clears throat> it yet um one more thing I had was just so everybody knows inflation, like over the last 12 months, it's been eight and a half percent. But fitting episode, according to the Department of Revenue, um, Colorado is near lowest level on weed prices at $7.99 a pound. And it's decreased the price by the prices have decreased by 11% in the last year. So while inflation was going up, somehow weed prices were going down. Yeah, you know, I, I read that at one point in time, beginning last year during COVID. <clears throat> The all around, especially in Colorado, they, it, they they were deemed essential businesses, and they they did amazing. I mean, uh, revenue soared for all kinds of uh, every state. Uh, pretty much saw it, especially during, like I said, I guess people were at home, won their product, and uh, they, they kept it open. That in liquor stores, right? Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so, like how, like I'm just curious because, like I said, it says everything's yeah. going up for inflation, or, but. For but, weed prices, they're going down, and they're like not. I'm sure they're being hit by inflation in ways. Yeah, but not I, like it is. It's it's kind of well. I think I know. <laughs> this is a theory, but I think I have an idea. So if prices are going down, and you look at econ 101, like you would look at supply and demand, right? If more people are cultivating and and bringing out product, then there's, you know, I could sell mine for a little bit cheaper, cheaper, cheaper because there's so much. Like if there, if it was hard to get, the prices go up, right? Well, absolutely. I mean, the the wholesale market out there is is again, it's they're the most mature market, and they've been around for fourteen years. It's dipped lower than seven ninety nine. So is that you just look that up? That's what it currently is. Yeah, I mean that that you know it, that that is the most mature market, and yeah, they're like it is has something to do with what you're saying. I mean, there there's a ton of demand. I mean that. I would. I don't know the percentage of people that actually partake out there, but it's higher, obviously, than any other state, given how long they've been around. So, price compression, like in any market. Um, I think I said that before um, on the last podcast. It's that you're going to see that price compression in every market, and we just, you know, uh, we just hope we pay our investors off before it goes down too far. Mm-hmm. But you know, at the end of the day, guys, like, um, it probably shouldn't be as expensive it is as it is right now it, it, this there's high barriers to entry to get into this business and, and there's a lot of debt that's got to be paid down but after that we'll probably will be in a situation like Colorado where the prices are cheap I mean I can tell you right now I mean how long you guys know this whether you smoke weed a lot or not the, the, uh, an eighth has mm-hmm. always been fifty dollars talk about inflation there's been no inflation with the cost of a black market eighth um, out in Colorado you can get eighth for ten dollars um you know hmm. it's it's yeah there's a lot of product out there a lot of demand and yeah that that's what happens yeah yeah uh, and there's and there's also supply i mean again they're just a mature market they've got 
to our licenses, <clears throat> they have three three times as many licenses out there, um, but they're also recreational. So, I, so I was just out in Colorado, and um, obviously, I don't. I don't, well, I don't say obviously, but uh, I don't smoke weed anymore. Uh, and it was something that was a part of my life every single day from, I mean, shoot, first time I smoked pot was 18 because they drug tested me in, in high school. Uh, so I wasn't able to smoke pot until then. And uh, yeah, going out to Colorado now, uh, I'm like, fuck, I feel like I'm <laughs> wasting my sobriety by being out. Like, you, I mean, shoot, like it was, it was super interesting though because here, Drew, you were saying how many business or how many um dispensaries are there here in st louis there well in in st louis alone i, I don't know that there's a lot more here uh but in the entire state there's 193 or that's how many they there's 200 now i think and i don't know what the numbers are in colorado but they probably have that in shoot i don't know how how much how much area but whenever we drove everywhere that we went there was little green green crosses everywhere for uh everything recreational and should we i even went into a couple places because i was trying to find anything that was just 100 percent cbd and that does not exist in colorado <laughs> like 10 to 1 was the or 10 cbd to 1 thc was the best that i could find um but i don't know if that's a normal thing no i mean I, it, it's not normal because again they're they're the pioneers they've been in it since 2009 and it's probably what you're going to see happen here i mean how many times have you driven up and down a missouri highway and seen a delta eight you know, CBD, what, what do they call it? Ice creams or something? I mean, they, they there's a million of these shops. I mean, the CBD industry is huge. And this Delta 8's a whole different issue that I won't get into, but it's, it's, it's a problem because it's unregulated, unlike our product that is strictly regulated. These Delta, you, you don't know what they're synthesizing these Delta 8 products with. But to get back <clears> on <throat> the topic, that, which was, I mean, the second time I lost my train of thought, I told you this was going to happen. It's 420, guys. All good. Uh, but we, we, we were going on, yo, you're asking. CBD? Yeah, yeah CBD. It's, it's going to, back to my point. Sorry, guys. You're going to see, uh, essentially, that's what's going to happen here. Fast forward 14 years from now, I, yeah, you're probably not going to see a Delta 8 store or CBD, uh, you know, store anywhere in anywhere around here in Missouri. So I know you you said you're not going to dive into that topic, but I am I am super interested because I don't know anything about Delta 8. And all I remember is, I don't know if anyone ever smoked K2 when yeah, that was that's, a that's thing that for is, a little while. Right? No, I, 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 K2, that, that was something, uh, and you guys got to excuse my voice. I'm, yeah, I, I was gone for, for a second. I, uh, getting over it. Yeah, well, yeah. Yours is gone right now, right then. I mean, just for a second. Um <laughs> Yeah, Delta Eight is. I don't. I, K two. I remember that. That was a while back. It was more of like a, a flower. I think that people were, were smoking. I, I don't remember much, but I, knew, I remember it was a problem like Delta Eight. Delta Eight is a much bigger and more prevalent problem, I think, than even that. Um, but yeah, I'm not sure that they, they they are both synthesized from the cannabis plant, but they're not. Uh, it's not THC. I know that much. I remember the one time that I did smoke K2. I was, so I was at the end of my college career and I remember being in some apartment in St. Louis and uh, it came in like a little like plastic baggie. Like you'd see like almost like big league chew come in and it literally, so you had to like, it was almost like painted, spray painted fucking wood chips. And we just cracked it up, put it into this bowl and smoked it. And you, you know how weed's supposed to fucking mellow you out? I was angry as fuck. I got in a fight with some dude that night. Um, 
Yeah, not surprising for me, maybe, but uh, back in the day. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was my experience with K2. I'd never done the Delta 8s shit, though. That's That stuff's completely foreign to me. It's just the newer, you know, offshoot of a cannabis that, similar to K2. And, but yeah, it's it's pretty rampant. It's big business in, in Missouri. And it, it's a lot, it, it's concerning because we've got this new medical program in Missouri um, you know, and we, we all know we're crawling out of this stigma, um, but you know, both on state level and, and on the federal level. Um, but you know, you, you've, you've got this, this product that's essentially, we've been trying to get the department of health and senior services to come out and say, you know, do something about Delta aid, you guys, cause it's unregulated. Cause we know that people are getting hurt by it. It's, uh, because it's not been tested and you have no idea what they're, you know, again, synthesizing it with, because they have the same products. I mean, they've got the tinctures, vape carts, you know, um, you know, some of some dispensaries and, uh, you know, actually, actually sell it here, but it is a concerning thing because it, like I said, it's not regulated and you can cut out the 10 times that I've said that, you know, in this, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, essentially the state has not done anything about it. And we're concerned essentially that it's just going to put us back into a stigma when you've got these kids out here with unregulated product get hurting themselves. Yep. So how does that, <clears throat> is that going to be something, since it's not federally, federally regulated, is that going to be something where it'll eventually go away? Because K2 eventually went away. Now, did that get banned? Or is that going to, is that will be what happens with Delta 8? And are there like ballots out for getting rid of this shit? I believe, and again, I, I don't follow Delta 8 too much, um, but it, it I, yes, it, I think it would be done on a state-by-state basis where they would just be passing laws to ban it. I know there's a push here. Um, you know, uh, I'm sure there's a, several coalitions or PACs that are trying to, to get something. I, you'll probably see something pretty soon because it makes no sense, right? You've legalized cannabis in a brand new program under stringent testing guidelines, laboratory testing, and yet you're going to allow this offshoot that is made by people God only knows where. I mean, some some reputable companies, don't get me wrong. You know, I'm sure, sure. Any, any anybody in that business is probably going to hate on me. But again, just think about it. They, they've created this program and you've got this unregulated product out there being sold at gas stations. doesn't make any sense. And it's not hard to get your medicinal card necessarily, right? Um, you know, it, it's, you know, there, there are doctors, yes, that will write, you a prescription. I mean, look. At the end of the day, it it all depends on you know. The, there's a lot of things that this plant can treat, and and even some of the simple things that everybody in this room and probably everybody walking around uh, in this city has a problem with at some point in time throughout their week, even if it's a little anxiety. Um, I have no problem sharing that. That's uh, that. That's what I you know, told my doctor and that's uh, why he issued the card, you know, so it can be, it can be anxiety. Um, but yes, it's, it's, it depends. I mean, I only was there for my own doctor's appointment, but yeah, I'm sure that there are, there are doctors out there that are probably writing cards, uh, you know, and not doing it as under the analysis that you would hope that a doctor would thoroughly vet anything. Um, but yeah, I mean, for the most part, we hope doctors are doing the right thing. I, I, my, my, we went through NugMD, which is a platform that is an online platform that is set up in every, you know, they've got multiple states. Um, we're, we're working with Elevate Holistics right now. Again, reputable companies. You get doctors. I mean, it, it's, it's an online, but it is actually, you feel like you're at a doctor's appointment. Um, and they have records and they keep it on you and they send your stuff to the state to validate it. So, but there may be these, 
There may be some doc in the boxes out there. I, I, I certainly don't know about them. Most people I can tell you, at least if you come through our dispensaries, are directed to do the online, um, you know, the consultations with their doctors. Because interesting thing here, which I think is a, a, an interesting topic, if I could throw it out there. Do you know that, well, let me ask you guys, does everybody have a primary care physician in this room? What, I don't. Okay. What, what, uh, what health system are they were? I mean, the big health systems, Mercy, BJC, St. Mary's, or is that BJC as well? The, the, let's stick with BJC and Mercy. You know, right now, because of the federal man, you know, illegality, it's a schedule one drug that the um, doctor, both Mercy and BJC have told their doctors they cannot write prescriptions hmm. or can't do the consultations and, <clears throat> and get issue patient cards. So you really are left to companies, these online companies or the one-off doctors who are, who are doing this because literally almost every doctor, especially in a major metro area like this, is, is with one of these big health systems. Um, and, you know, when you got those juggernauts saying, you know, you know, not allowing their doctors to issue cards, it just, it, it, we're in this half, you know, half legitimate world and, uh, you know, it won't be fixed until they, they, they legalize it. Um, anyway. Hmm. That's interesting. Oh, I never knew. I mean, I, I bet if you ask St. Louisans, 80% of 90% of them, their main doctors go in, are in one of these big health systems. I'm missing the other ones, but we all know, again, the two yeah. that I've named, they're, they're, they're the big ones. Um, and yeah, I mean, uh, that means nobody can go to their doctors and we still have a strong patient count here. I mean, relatively speaking, compared to other uh, medical marijuana markets, I mean, we're, we're almost at 180,000. And I mean, I think the first weed sale uh, in Missouri, uh, me medical sale was October, 2020, maybe. So, you know, it, it's got a strong count. And I mean, they actually just published, uh, the revenue keeps going up every month, uh, showing more and more people spending last, um, last month, 30.1 million. So Missourians are now spending a million dollars a day um, on medical cannabis. So, damn. So, do you have access? So, I'm just curious from a from a marketing standpoint, is that something that's public record? So, everyone who is who has a medicinal license, is their information public to where you can do like campaigns to them or anything like that? No. Interestingly enough, um, you know, I I even thought about it at one point in time because you don't know how you're doing, right? We've got these brand new three stores. We opened our first store, I think May, 2021. Um, so we're not, not even, you know, a, a year into it. And we wanted to know where we stack up next to people. I mean, the only thing you can do is like, what, sit outside your competitor's door and, and just count, you know, and you're not going to do that. Um, although I'm, you know, shamelessly will tell you that I did that open, you know, take, take a little lunch, see how the competitors are doing, you know, kind of know where you are. But to your question, no, there's no public data. There's no, we don't have to publish financial records to each other. There are states that do that. And maybe in a recreational program, they, they may flip to that. But right now in the medical market, no, there's, HIPAA doesn't apply to us. Um, uh, the Health Care Privacy Act, uh, you know, where doctors have to abide by with your, with your information. But we operate in that sense that we have patients and we do, we, we abide by HIPAA. So I think because of that, there's not a lot of pressure to, you know, <clears throat> outlay your customers or, yeah, I guess financial records are different, but no, point being, we don't have that. But at one point in time, I thought we could go to the um, Department of Treasury or whoever can, collects your sales tax because we have to pay a 4% cannabis tax, which goes to the Missouri Veterans Fund. That That's um, you know, for the medical marijuana, uh, you know, tax they charge. I thought you could see how much 
each store had paid in taxes if you did like a sunshine request, a public records request. But no, they, they certainly don't give that up. <laughs> right. um, I, I quickly found out talking yep. to our attorneys. Damn. Yeah, it's crazy to me, and I know we're kind of running on time, but it's crazy to me this Delta 8 thing because I've seen it and I've actually like had like a gummy like a, a couple times of it. And uh, I never got, I never understood that. Like, I guess I didn't question it, but it just didn't make sense how I could see it at a gas station. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, again, it's 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 an offshoot of the product, and and there are, I mean, I've I, I've never had it, but I've talked to people who have, and they say it it, it messes you up. I mean, it, it's it's got the psychoactive effect of cannabis, but you but sometimes it's overwhelming, and I, again, it gets back to you you don't know what the dose dose is. It's it could be made in somebody's you know shed in the backyard. Huh? That's messed up. Yeah. Well, I'm glad I turned out okay after I took it. Good. Yeah, but good. no, I took I also only took like a baby amount that wouldn't even qualify. No, man. Hey, look, yeah. I'm 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 demonizing more than it but it is it is a problem because yeah. you're you're taking shit that's not been lab tested. And that that's kind of where everybody's trying to move this industry. Get rid of the black market, let's let's create revenue for states, you know, tax it, you know, have respond responsibility laws, same we do as alcohol. I mean, at the end of the day, there is no argument that anyone can make against cannabis in my mind mm -hmm. that shouldn't be made for alcohol tenfold, um, you know? And so, yeah, I don't know. For sure. My position on that. Yeah. yeah Delta 8 is, is, yeah. No, it's good. To, like, this, like I said, this is stuff that good. I don't know. I didn't know about and I'm sure everybody else will find pretty interesting. What should, all, what should all these drug dealers do uh, since, I mean, they're going to be out of business at some point. Make so a, make a resume. Gonna, make a resume. That's yeah. pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah. but but that's uh, we were talking about that outside. That's how funny. there's probably going to be a big boom of like sale. Like they're going to need sales, literally salespeople for this shit. Like a, I I think like pharmaceutical or like uh, like what is it uh, medical device? Like all the restrictions and rules around that shit. Do you think they'll have like uh, now like we have like Uber deliveries? Certainly. Absolutely. Where we're actually trying to uh, launch our delivery service currently. So, yeah, every every dispensary in Missouri legally can deliver, but somebody's going to start. Actually, you can get a transportation license and do that right now, I, I would imagine. It's a good idea. Hmm. I, it, it's probably more it, for a rec market at the yeah. end of the day because, um, yeah, I mean, it, the there's probably not enough patients right now to support an independently yes. transportation delivery. But, but you need to be We'll it. see. Actually, you know what? I say that, and I think one of the only delivering dispensaries right now is doing such that. Um, so I don't know. Guys, thanks for listening. Uh, we appreciate it. Drew, thanks so much for coming on. This is very informative, especially on, you know, while we're recognizing the holiday. Yeah, I appreciate it. Happy holidays. Uh, Tell all your listeners, if you guys check out Kind Goods in Manchester, Fenton, St. Peter's, and uh, look for our Daybreak Cannabis line on uh, uh, on shelves in dispensaries statewide. Oh, yeah? Did I, did I get to plug again, even though this isn't about me this time? There you go. Yeah. <laughs> not a sponsor yeah, yet. Just to, just so you know, not oh, a sponsor hey, yet. You know what? Okay, we could talk. Hey, we'll have you had me on twice. Hey, we'll talk. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, no, again, we appreciate you guys listening. Uh, follow us on Instagram. Subscribe on all major platforms. And I guess before we close out, Dan, you got anything, any last words? Got any OG DGs no. for us? We'll see you guys next time. <laughs> 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 All right, see you guys. Uh, later. later.